This is Taking the World by Stormy with Stormy Daniels and co-host Dwayne Crawford. Continue listening at your own risk. This is Stormy Daniels, and you are listening to Taking the World by Stormy with myself and my co-host slash audio engineer extraordinaire slash bartender slash panty wrangler. What do you have on your Twitter profile this week? Unicorn wrangler. I'm a unicorn. Also, you're sucking up, so you must want something. I do. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? Uh, I know you. Damn it. Foiled again. So where are we? We are in the upstairs of Stand Up New York in New York City. For our second time here. Yes. But tonight's kind of special because uh, we have a special guest that we're going to bring on in a little while. Yes, we do. We have a, we have a handsome man to bring in. And come on. We don't have to fluff him anymore. He looks around the room for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> But this is a this is a cool club because uh, Stand Up New York is kind of famous, and we were here a couple months ago and it was sold out and had a great time and they invited me back. This is my first my first uh, second coming in a comedy club. Yeah. Multiples. Yeah. This is your first second coming. Yes. All right. Hey, I'm known for being multi something. I don't, I don't even know what to say to you that. You can't even look at me in a straight uh, no, face. I can't. My I... favorite thing to do to Dwayne is to like make sex jokes while looking directly at him because it makes him very uncomfortable. It makes me extremely uncomfortable. Which makes me very happy. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about something, though, before we bring on um, the handsome Mr. Greg Studley. Yes, that's his real name. I checked his ID. Uh, not a porn actor. Not a porn actor. So wait, I wonder if his middle name is not... Greg Not Studley? Yeah. <laughs> I should have asked his mom that last night when she his, was... his middle initial is S. Greg Studley. Yeah, that was terrible. That was no I, I will don't not, use that. I will that, not that's be why performing I'm... tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> this is gonna be an interesting week because uh not only do I go to Ohio in a couple days to deal with this whole uh false arrest in Columbus, which is all over the news and Twitter and whatever. But uh, I see that Mr. Avenatti has sent his flying monkeys after me this week. Have you noticed that? You know, I try to ignore anything that has to do with Avenatti or anything even remotely related to him. You're lying. Yeah, I'm trying to lie. <laughs> Fuck that guy. No, no thanks. Uh, he's fucking himself pretty nice and hard. And when he goes to prison, I'm sure there'll be a long line to, to make sweet love to those. Anyway. I can't wait. I know. I think we should go visit him. I would love to visit him. Which, you know, it's pretty handy that I have my own lube now because we can just bring him a gift basket. No, no, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get the lube? No. Because he's definitely going to get it. No, no. Multiple I, times. I, I, I want him to fucking, I want him to suffer. We can put Tabasco sauce in it. Yes. <laughs> we should just make a Tabasco sauce and just give that instead of tricking yeah. him. Let's just send it in. So, but I want to like talk about this for a second because the thing that amazes me the most are that some of these people are telling me on Twitter that um, I'm ungrateful 
and <laughs> that he is entitled to a percentage of the royalties from my book, which is complete and utter horseshit. Because if he wanted a percentage or royalties or whatever, he could have put that in a contract or just asked for it, not taken it upon himself to not only forge my signature and commit wire fraud more than once, uh, but then proceed to lie to me to my face every day for six months that that uh, the publisher was refusing to pay me. That because we were your book gonna, wasn't selling. Right, that it only sold like 24,000 copies or something ridiculous. He forgot to add a zero because I got the numbers later and it actually had sold like 390,000 copies in the first three weeks alone. So he was lying. But he, I have multiple uh, text messages and stuff from him saying, I don't know why they're not paying you. We're going to have to sue them. This is fucked up. This is horseshit. Um, I think it was like 672 text messages talk between he and I in six months talking about how the publisher was refusing to pay me. Meanwhile, he had already collected my payments, not once, but twice. And God knows what he did with them. So I don't really understand how somebody can say that just because someone is or is not entitled to or deserving of something that allows you to break the law. Because I think I deserve a brand new car. Can we just go to a dealership and have me pick one out? Because, you know, I deserve it. Uh, according to Michael, we can. Um, the, the the problem with, with Twitter, I think, honestly, is that it gives people a voice that don't necessarily deserve and or have a reason to have a voice. They want to come in and they want to talk about um, they want to talk about things that they just don't understand. And and these people, all they see is the outside. They see the facade that that he has done all of this stuff for you. But the reality is, and like being around you and and knowing and understanding, it, the man did nothing for you. Um, it, the agreement was a hundred dollars just to have a numeric value of sorts in there because you have to. Right. And the agreement was a percentage of things that he won you. And in court cases. In court cases. But he didn't win you anything because he was too busy trying to push his own political agenda. And, right. and and it's just bullshit. And all these fucking assholes on Twitter that are coming on and they're basically just like, well, you know, he's entitled to this and entitled to this. He's not entitled to shit. He didn't do his fucking job. He's entitled to a, per a portion of any lawsuits that he had won on my behalf, but he actually lost every single thing that he did, including, including filing lawsuits, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. including filing lawsuits without my permission, which we have on that tape. He, he fucking forged your signature on. Right. We have him on. I have conversations between him and I on tape because we were filming a TV, like a reality show at the time. Yes, he knew he was being filmed. Of me saying, no, I don't want to file that lawsuit. And then my bodyguard coming up a couple weeks later and being like, did you know that you were suing the president? I was like, what? Like, I found out through my bodyguard who found out on fucking Twitter that he filed things without my permission. And other stuff, he was other cases that he was working on for me, he couldn't even be bothered to file paperwork on time. And so I lost those as well. And for those who don't know, just last week, um, the the case between the, the NDA case was brought back to California with Judge Otera, and it was finally said and done, and I won. I got it thrown out. Uh, in that proceeding, it was also um, said that at no point can Trump or anybody come back and sue me for 
to enforce the NDA because remember they were threatening me with a $20 million lawsuit, a million dollars for every time I violated the NDA. So that is done. I won it. It's in my favor. I wanted it thrown out. So not only was it thrown out, they can never reopen it. And the judge has granted me the opportunity to receive um, legal fees. Uh, to be, which is where it gets interesting because so eat shit, shit talkers. Yeah, but here's the here's the fucked up part. Michael Avenatti is such a terrible fucking attorney that he didn't keep any records. So I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to be reimbursed legal fees. That actually, and that money would have gone to him. He actually didn't just fuck me this time. He fucked himself because that money would have gone to him. And I have no recourse to claim legal fees because he kept absolutely no records, and he won't respond to. Uh, emails and messages and stuff from my current attorney to even help out which is why he has a better business bureau or warning or label or what is it on his i don't even know there's if you go to his page on the california bar association it actually has a warning label on it. i, I, I literally <laughs> i literally stopped following him um everything I, I i just try to keep his existence away from my soul I hate that man. I've never liked that man. No, I've I've never liked him either. And I fired him three times. And the last time I fired him, I'm pretty sure I have this in text message too. I should screenshot these and post these all. Oh my God, yes. Is when I fired him for refusing to tell me where the crowdfunding money went when he bounced the checks to Brandon and Travis, who no longer, one of the reasons that they no longer work for me is because they couldn't get paid. And they bounced, he bounced, I can't remember if it was $24,000 or $29,000 check to them, which I what? You paid. Out of my own pocket because I felt bad. Even I though it was, it. it was not my responsibility to reimburse them because I did not hire them. He hired them. And when I questioned the crowdfunding and then I saw that he made a second one behind my back without telling me and I confronted him and fired him and I made a statement. I remember because I was in the Bahamas with my daughter for her birthday and he threatened me. He threatened to sue me if I didn't put up a new statement taking him back. He threatened to sue me for $2 million, and I'm pretty sure I have it in text message. I fucking wish he would. Fuck that motherfucker. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on before we get too flustered and angry and uh, go on a rampage after skinny bald men that are in love with their faces. <laughs> He's in love with himself. Yeah, he, you know, and he should have just accepted his calling from the beginning because I will give the man one thing. He is brilliant and articulate and charismatic and handsome, and he would have made an absolutely wonderful fucking TV host. Yeah. I mean, he's, got, he's got all the right parts for sure. He's, yeah. he's not stupid. He's a good liar, too. He's p- perfect for television. Fox News. There we go. Perfect. There's he's- his new calling. Watch, he'll probably end up with his own television show from jail. God. I don't know if they can put him getting fucked every day on there, though. I can. Now I know what I'm directing next. Yes. (laughs) We're getting in so much trouble for this. (laughs) Fuck him. Anyway, so what else is going on? Tell me something good. Since I've just shit all over everybody's day. (laughs) Tell you something good. Um, We have our friend Greg Studley. You handsome, bearded bastard. How are you? I'm super, thanks for asking. How are you, bud? I'm, I'm great. I like that you said special guest. I just want everybody to know out there that they don't mean special in that Olympics kind of way. I did. Uh, absolutely Damn. did. 
right. I met your family last night. Yeah, I apologize. I'm pretty sure you were adopted. I'm hoping so. I mean, with my mom and the church thing and my brother actually uh, being like over six feet and I'm like well under, but my dad smoked. What can I do? You know, <laughs> he didn't start smoking until until after your brother was born. I think is he that was what smoking happened? while I was being conceived. Let's be honest. Oh, like, yeah. That's like during the act. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think so, too. You're supposed to wait till after to have a cigarette. Your dad just started early. Yeah, my dad was. Well, he's probably done that early and my mom just kind of i don't know i don't want to think wow. about it actually you've actually given that some thought that's that is <laughs> no, not until just now and now i'm gonna now, now you can't about you're still thinking about it looking. yeah it's a weird picture i'm giving it thought too yeah it's kind of hot i love it yeah so yeah they came to the show last night my mom's <laughs> in love with you she's like tell stormy i love her she's so amazing and smart wicked entertaining and funny yes <laughs> laugh, i love her laugh yeah didn't she talk about her boobs too I like a lady who's proud of her rack. Yeah, yeah, she mentioned she had a big rack, which was also... She does. Yeah. She does. Yeah, the only thing I can think of was like the old Rodney Dangerfield joke of like, you know, my mom didn't breastfeed me as a kid because she liked me better as a friend. <laughs> I had to, wow. I had to put that in my head just to get away from the big rack thing, you know? Uh, but, I mean, did it get you away from that? Because it was... Kind of in reference to yeah no it brought me away to a good happy place where I could I could smile and laugh a little bit yeah okay. so uh, this is my favorite part. when you said when you told me you had a guest list and who was going to be on it you said I've got some people coming to the show my mom my brother my girlfriend from middle school I think or yeah, high, high school, school yeah and my amputee friend yeah and I'm going to make fun of all of them yeah. And I was going to, like, do the joke about, like, my buddy who's, like, a double amputee. Like, he lost both his legs. Like, right when I had the best joke ready to go on Facebook, and he literally got his legs cut off that day. And it was the day that Oscar Pistorius was found guilty of murdering his wife. But he's put on their house arrest. So I was like, yeah, the cops just don't know what to do with the ankle monitor. <laughs> and, and then I, your I, buddy went and ruined and it he all. went and had his legs cut off. I couldn't tell the joke. I was pissed. I, you could have told the joke. Let's, could, let's be honest. And, but, and his mom was there, too. Oh, yeah, his mom was there, too. She was I, and I used to date his sister. This is very weird. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's a really incestuous group. Well, yeah, we're from a small <laughs> you're, town. You you're, know what I mean? you're interweaved in, in very awkward ways. Yeah, there's not, right. a of, uh, not a lot of stuff to do other than date. Like, you know, it's like the odds are good, but the goods are odd. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's a, <laughs> there's a weird ratio in small towns. Speaking of interwoven and strained ways, <laughs> tell everybody how we met, Greg. Oh, I was... Uh, Coming off a trip at Red Rocks, just like mushrooms and ecstasy and <laughs> blow cane and drinking and just like minding my own business in this bar, trying to like knock myself out with Kerr's lights. And then in walks this blonde bombshell with a body built for sin and an entourage of five dudes. <laughs> and she's going behind the bar. She's taking selfies. She's taking selfies with the owner, the manager, the bartender. And then like, I'm like the fuck's this bitch getting free drinks and shit like that? Just cause that's, that's the real reason he sat next to me. I, he, I looked over and he's trying to put a straw into my drink. Uh, see, I remember it's, it it's better a straw than something yeah, else. I was like, well, yeah, I always, well, I put that in for my own drink, but I never get any action. So I don't know if I'm doing it right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. One person. Sorry. Somebody give that man chest compressions. Um, so yeah. So uh, then we started talking. So like, once we were sitting next to each other, I was way less mad at the free drink thing. And then we just started talking, and uh, we got along really great. And uh, I was making her laugh, and we were, and she was making me laugh, and we just, like, talked all night. And I was, like, literally, like, 
is your boyfriend going to be mad at me for like talking to you like all this time? She's like, oh, he's not my boyfriend. He's a writer for Rolling Stone who's following me around for a story. <laughs> and I was true. like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. And then like two o'clock rolled around. And uh, well, we left there. We went to a party. Well, yeah, but before that, it was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like you guys all went to the, like the whole reason they were there was like the manager of Diamond Cabaret called the bartender of the bar where I was just trying to knock myself out. And they're like, hey, listen, I got Stormy. Can she come over and drink where no one's going to bug her? Possibly after hours. He's like, yeah, 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 come on down. So everybody went to the VIP lounge at two. Like, and I'm in my Uber, like seconds away from the guy putting it in D. And there's like a bang on the glass. And it's the Rolling Stone writer. <laughs> yeah, it's Denver. And he's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm leaving. He's like, oh, we'd love to like hang out and party. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He so was look- hitting on you. I didn't know. I, uh, oh, really? Damn. That's what it sounds like to me because I was in the bathroom. Well, I was just like, I looked at my Uber driver. I was like. Beat it, nerd. Cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> and for, for a brief second, I thought about my Uber rating. I'm like, oh, it's going to go down. I'm like, Stormy Daniels drinking with him. Shut the fuck up. So, yeah, went in and drank. Then we went to an after-hours party, and things got a little more fun. And then, uh, yeah, then we exchanged numbers and stuff, and uh, she went her way, and I went mine. But we stayed in touch and everything, and lo and behold, now. And I'm by a- stay in touch, he means occasionally I would get really fucked up and text her strange things that made her laugh. I mean, yeah, that was, yeah. It's like been two months. Let me text. A, I'm fucked up. Let me text a joke. But I was responsible with the number. I never got weird. No, it's, he didn't. It's post been two anything. months. Let me send a picture of a cat's butthole or something. Actually, I, did, I, did, I sent her a picture of my my tit, like me holding my nipples. That, that, yes, he, that's true. And you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm on a plane right now. And it just came up. <laughs> it's like my chest is all hairy and everything. It's like super that hot. Really did happen. Okay. Yeah, true story. True story. I just figured, go like, bigger, go home. I like to like I like to be the guy to give a tit pick. It's sure. only fair, you know what I sure. mean? Sure, sure. Because like I got a bunch of them and I keep them. Like they're all like I have like a digital spank bank in my phone. That's yeah. just like a- every man does. It's like but his are himself. But like I keep tit picks the way serial killers keep hair. You know what I mean? Okay. It's really weird. I keep panties. Do you really? Yeah, it's like a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have like the drawer next to my bed in my house in Texas is full of underwear that are not mine. Some people go hunting. Some people murder yeah. vagrants. So let me let me ask you this, uh, just because I I will regret this <laughs> daily if I don't. Yeah. Um. So you like to be the one to send tit pics. So do you like it when women send dick pics? And not as long as it's not like on them. Like I would never want a Serena Williams dick pic. You know what I mean? That dude so is you want a tennis, picture right. of somebody else's dick sent to you? No, I just I just want to stick with the tit pics, but I want it like tit for tat. You might say I want to give tit for tit. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. That's that's Clip pro quo. Okay, gotcha. I you know, and I love Greg, and we've hung out several times. That'll pass. We've. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of. You know, I have pass. I have renewed love for you after meeting your mom last night. Nice. I think. Does she think we're dating? No. I, I actually just like your mom. I you too. can fuck off. Okay, cool. She's great. Appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, Feel wanted. <laughs> but <laughs> so Greg and I have hung out several times now, and we we talk occasionally, and you know, run funny stories and jokes past each other. And uh, I just there's one question that I can't that I've always wondered. Yeah. What kind of a woman dates you? Like who lets you inside of them? I mean, for free. No, I, and I get like that, willingly. and that's why I'm single because, like, I don't want to be a part of any club that wants me as a member. You know what I mean? Like, if she dates me, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you that you're dating me? You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I mean, the last girl I dated, things were. She was a nurse, which was great because everything's on the menu, especially when you're a freshly divorced nurse. You know, you mm-hmm. can get medical with that shit. 
But then we broke up because, like, I went a little too hard for her. Like, she just started crying after sex. Cause she, and she went to the bathroom. She's like, I have a nosebleed. I have cum dripping down my leg and a butt plug in my ass. <laughs> and she well, Where it. else is the butt plug supposed yeah. to go? Well, just... she just had it. She just had it. She's like, I'm like, well, sorry. And I laughed because I was supposed this... to be sensitive, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> this... <laughs> this That's how she broke up with you because you laughed at her. Yeah, so... So you you dated a nurse who broke up with you because you fucked her too good. Well, I mean, we were partying. Heavy. You should put that on your business card. We were partying like really hard too, like the whole time. So she's just like, you know, she has to get up and like make sure people don't die. I just right. have to wake up and make sure I don't put enough simple syrup in the uh, old fashions. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal. You, you got to just wake up and make sure you don't die. Well, yeah. I just go back to bed. That usually ensures my existence. As right. I mean, I'm barely standing here before you, but it's proof. You're not even standing. I know. You're sitting. So is, is, that the, is that the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you sexually? No, no. The weirdest thing, uh, it was probably like my 23rd birthday, and uh, we went to strip joint in L.A. that shall remain nameless. Crazy girls. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Greg my, also has Tourette's. <laughs> I have musical Tourette's, too. Anyway, so we go to Crazy Girls, and uh, I'm sitting there. My boss shows up, and he turns the place into, like, this, like, orgy. There's not even a girl available to dance because everyone's getting lap dances. And I'm on, like, Bolivian marching powder, marijuana. I'm rolling my face off. I'm drunk. I had some weed. And I, and I, I may or may not have taken something that ends in Odin or Oset. And so this girl comes up to me at, like, one. She's like, do you want to dance? I'm like, I can't feel anything below my neck. But if they paid you, let's just go ahead. <laughs> and so she... So she gets on me like we're so she's giving me the dance and everything and I'm just like like not responding because I have yet to take my blue diamond Phillips on top of everything else. So uh, I go I, I go I, she's like you want another dance I'm like well you know I live around the corner if you want to go just back like go back there and just like fuck let's do that and she goes okay and I was like sweet so my roommate ends up getting a, a girl too and so we're walking back together and then we get into my room me and this one girl and she's like. She likes it. She's like, I like it doggy, and like, I want you to lean over and bite my neck while you're it's doing it. It's very specific instructions. Yeah, it is, and because she, she liked my fangs, so she wants me to bite her neck. So I lean over to bite her neck, but I'm so fucked up, I tip over and fall off the bed. And I'm sitting there just like with a Viagra boner, and I'm like, I gotta go get some water. You know? So, I, so I. Uh, so I put, a, I hang a towel on my dick, and I'm walking out like butt naked. And then there's my roommate he's a in, in the hall. Yeah, my right. roommate's in the hall. Because he's a classy out. bitch. I'm like, what's right. going on, man? He's just standing outside of a locked bathroom door. He's like, man, she came in, she got naked. I was like, cool. Then she was like, suck my toes, and I was like, no. And then she kicked me and ran into the bathroom <laughs> and locked the door. And I'm like, shit, man. I'm dealing with some of my own shit. Just make sure she doesn't steal anything. <laughs> two girls know each other no oh god <laughs> yeah they both work there i mean they might have like you know what i mean like the ships passing in the night they uh, maybe a little fighting in the cat box i don't know how it works out they didn't seem to know each other that's amazing yeah that's yeah pretty much how that worked out oh my god so i, I had put up a post for some crazy sex stories and i'm gonna make Dwayne read one because he refuses to tell us any so he either has an incredibly boring sex life or he's just scared to to tell us anything uh, uh but i fell off the bed once during sex oh nice i was in doggy and i was you know getting into it so i was trying to I was fucking back and somehow we lost rhythm because i have none and <laughs> it's true fuck off <laughs> and he zigged and i zagged and like 
Yeah. Uh, he pushed me and my arm buckled and I went face. F- I think you remember this because you were. Wait, it he was... pushed you? Like, like, so like, was he going for a spank or something? No, or... no. He just pushed me with his. Oh, he yeah. humped me. Right, right, right. He humped pushed me you. out of right. out of rhythm. And I went face first off of the bed. This is when you lived on my couch in in, in Hollywood. Oh. And I went face first off the bed into the nightstand. Oh, nice. This is this tooth is fake. You lost the tooth during it. I lost. I like I face first into the nightstand. Lost like knocked my tooth out. I turned around. I was so drunk. It was the day that Glenn got his gold record from Hollywood Undead. So we were partying. I think we were drinking like a bottle oh, yeah. of Jack Daniels. And I turned around, and he goes, oh, God. And I <laughs> spit it out. and went, stop. Don't stop. I'm sorry. I said, don't stop. Keep fucking me. That's amazeballs. And it was not the first and only time Glenn cried during sex. But <laughs> but I took a picture of it, and he, he got he got so mad because I kept tell, showing people. To me, if I, if I get fucked so hard, I, I lose a tooth. And then keep going? I'm going to tell everybody. But he was like, stop telling it's, people that you, I knocked your tooth out. I'm you know, like, I'm not. You fucked it out. You're like, but that's it's, amazing. It's funny because you would think that he would be proud. You know what I mean? Like, it's a humorous thing. Like, if you think it's funny, you think that he would be like, yeah, you know, I, I fucked the shit out of her until she fucking broke a tooth. Yeah. Fuck and yeah. My, and my baby's such a rock star, she yeah. kept going. And she, yeah. and she wanted it so bad that yeah. she came back. Yeah. It's, it's not like he punched me in the face. Like, it was, an, it was a true accident. Right, we hadn't even worked up to that part. No. Right, right. I, you, you weren't even there. No. That, get there. I mean, yeah, we were still in the first position. <laughs> Punching's not till like, you know, three or four. And, yeah. You know, preferably after a leg cramp or two. Yeah. <laughs> Punching's after choking, right? During, for me. Oh, that's that's odd. Okay. Oh, oh, that's what's odd. No, all of it. Just, just all of it. I uh, scarred. I just got a dog, and uh, <laughs> this girl. That's came terrible, out with me. terrible no, segue. No, I'm telling you. Uh, so this girl is like at my place, and like uh, the door doesn't latch. Just got this dog, like rescue, and uh, she's like kneeling on the bed, and I'm standing on the side of it, and she's uh, giving me oral sex. A beach. Oral a pleasure. Yeah. And all of a sudden she starts laughing. I'm like, whoa, what's so funny? Like, she's like, your dog just licked my tits. <laughs> and I'm like, so sweet. So I, <laughs> I, like, I like kicked him out. And like, uh, next thing I know, like the door opened again, like while we got back into it, like he climbed up the back of my legs and just like put his cold nose in my fucking ass and like licked my taint. And I'm like, well, there's no coming back from this, is there? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and do that crossword puzzle and turn out the lights. Somebody else I know told a story about a dog sneaking up behind and, and licking their butthole. And I can't remember who it was. Like It wasn't me. Just yeah, normal normal bending you... over the bed kind of sex. And I, I really wanna I really want to remember who this was, but I, I distinctly remember somebody telling me a, a story about the dog just walking up and trying to lick their butthole and they got so scared they jumped and basically tried to plow through. I've been almost lady. plowed through once. Michael Michael Vegas is actually here hanging out. He's got to he's got to tell this this story. Michael, tell yes. everybody the time that you almost got me like plowed through by a dick because you were 
eating potato chips at the wrong moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I love creeping on people, and I love watching them have sex. And, you know, I wanted to see if uh, – can I say he who should not be named's name? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see Denver's uh, uh, fun time with Stormy. And, you know, I've had sex with Stormy, so I wanted to spice up their sex life a little bit. Denver was talking to me about it. He's like, you know, man, I just – I just feel kind of vanilla, and I really, like, I just, you know, I was like, okay, okay, what if, uh, what if I, I Denver sounded like a Muppet. I was like, what if I watch <laughs> or, or you, talks about sex. what if I watch you have sex or, like, do something with Stormy later, and he's like, yeah, I, mean, I think he was drunk, so he probably forgot, <laughs> <laughs> but, and which is where the surprise comes from, so, like, I hear him in the back room having sex, I've already talked about it, it's like, cool. I'm just going to sneak on in there. The back of the bus. The back of the bus. The back of the bus. Very small. Very, I don't know how you guys didn't hear me come in. Anyway, I creep in. I go through the door. I sit down and enjoy my bag of Lay's potato chips. And I'm sitting there. (laughs) Just chomping away. Watching some dicks and vaginas. Loving my life. (laughs) And all of a sudden, they hear... They turn around and it terrified Denver. He was not ready for this. Ultimate thrust. Yes. Have you ever tightened your butt cheeks as hard as you can while they're just... <laughs> I thought it was going to serrate her uterus. Poke maybe through her lower back. It was, uh, it was a jumpy situation. Glad I can instill such fear in people. <laughs> and then tell everybody what you said. Just, uh, I don't even remember what I said. Oh my god, I do. So, <laughs> let me, let me, just, fill in, uh, let me fill in some blanks here for Michael. When Michael sat down and we didn't see him, you have to keep in mind this is a back lounge of a tour bus and it's very small and we're standing up doing doggy, which means Michael's face is probably 12 inches from. From his from Denver's ass. Yeah, it was hot back there, and, and it was yeah. Was kind of fanning me at the same time. <laughs> You're like, so many things could have gone terribly wrong in that moment. So he didn't say anything, but he bites very loudly into this potato chip, and it startled him so much that it was like he tried to play leapfrog and impale me at the same time. He pushed down on my back and tried to jump over me through the window. I'm pretty sure. And we were both like, what the fuck? And we turn around and Michael never misses a beat. He just sits there and says, don't mind me, y'all. I just love to watch beautiful people do their thing. <laughs> he saw he, he morphed into all like right, this. All right, all right. Exactly. He morphed into like this creepy porno version of Matthew McConaughey or something. And I think I, I just, that's just how I try to live my life generally. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like uh, the creepy porn version of my, uh, Matthew McConaughey is just Matthew McConaughey. That's true, yeah. I right? think it's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> no, that's the gay porn version. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Matthew so if you were if you were a drag queen or a transvestite, what would your name be? Well, I, I've thought about this, believe it or not, just in case it happens. You know what I mean? I in case be, you become a transvestite? Yeah, I want to be ready for it. Oh. Uh, and, so I'd also have to be... An African American transvestite. And oh, yeah, that that could happen. In which case, I would be Damsel Washington. <laughs> I think that Dwayne and I would fight over ours because we both want to be Petty Labelle. I would absolutely take Petty, Petty Labelle. LaBelle. Yeah. <laughs> actually, he. I would have to actually give it up to him because he's a much pettier bitch than me. I can be a much pettier bitch than you for sure. Yeah. It's a game I play. You could be like. 
like pretentious and smart scientifically and be like element francium that's terrible don't do those jokes Greg. No, dad no, jokes. no don't never tell that story again see greg has missed his calling because i think that he should actually write a book called dirty dad jokes <laughs> because he tells these like really cheesy corny jokes but they're too inappropriate to be true dad jokes. Maybe they're like stepdaddy jokes. Like what? Like I that's mean, it. Stepdaddy jokes. Stepdaddy jokes. That could be a thing. That's a thing. We just started it. Trademark that, Dwayne. Get on yeah, that. Since Done. you know, given the recent uh, thumbnails on popular adult websites, everything is step related. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to the American Family? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the answer. I'm just asking the question. We're all waiting for this profound reply. He's like, yeah. But now I'm going to put him on the spot because I want to. What was the two terrible stepdaddy jokes that you were telling earlier on the bus? I don't even. Oh, was it the. Was it my martial arts thing with how, uh, you know, calling it jujitsu is a little too familiar? So now I take Hebrew jitsu? No, that wasn't it, but that one's terrible. No, but that's good. Oh, thank you. One person. I liked it. All right. I didn't. You fucking (laughs) look at me like that. (laughs) You judge me. So, So, speaking of. Oh, how I'm going to start an all-male dog walking service. It's going to be called Men of Paws. Yes, that was one of them. But there was another one earlier that was so bad. Does anybody remember what it was? We were all sitting there. I can't remember. Um, The whole crew was sitting in here. That's why I'm not hearing the voices in my head. Um, I'm actually speaking to people that I believe are in the room. Sure. So uh, what do you think about being on a tour bus? I love it. This is amazing. It's everything I ever wanted it to be. It's like I've always wanted to be on tour with like Motley Crue or something like that. And so sure. this is like Motley Crue, uh, except without the musical ability. Right. They or have musical the ability? The, the Speak for yourself. Speak, yeah, wait. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have musicians on board. Yep. You guys all play? I think Michael Michael plays the ukulele, and, the, and I play the skin flute like a motherfucker. Nice. I play organ. <laughs> yeah, we used to have a bus guitar, but it exploded in my living room last week for no reason. I, I love it though. The tour bus is amazing. Uh, I love the whole crew that you guys have put together. I'm having a blast. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are super fun. It'll pass. It'll pass. It'll, nice. It'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hoisted by my own petard. So is there anything else we were supposed to talk about, Dwayne? Um, whatever. I don't know. What do you want no? to talk about? What else do we have coming up? Uh well, uh tomorrow is a uh is a sold out show in White Plains, New York. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about but how much that does be, or doesn't suck. That'll be well past by the time this comes out. So um we're going to Switzerland. Yeah, I was gonna say we're so, gonna go all the way around the world. We're gonna go to Switzerland and then from Switzerland you and I are gonna fly to uh Singapore, which is the opposite direction of coming home. And then from there, uh, we may be going to Tokyo and then back home, which means we do a full lap around the entire world, which I've never done. That's amazing, man. Yeah, I was going to go great. to Norway, but I couldn't have fjord it. <laughs> oh, my God. See, that's just a dad joke. Oh, God. Not a stepdad joke. That's not even a dirty step. No, dirty yeah. Dirty dad joke. You're, you've, just, you've disappointed me. I'm sure I'm not the only woman to say that. Oh, oh. this week even. I what about know. this one? You know, if they would leave earlier... They wouldn't be Russian. Good God. Wow. They'd, they'd be Finnish. Uh, wow. They'd be Finnish. <laughs> Somebody shoot him. The fun never stops at WORK. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
is that the funniest one? I don't know. I don't know. It's, just, get, it's getting hot in here, and we're getting delirious. That was me just getting out of it. I'm oh. exhausting. I know this. This is true, yes. You so are, am I. You are absolutely exhausting. We have some uh, exciting guests coming up, though. We have world-famous astrologer um, Stephanie Weiss. She's she's pretty fucking spooky. And uh, Dwayne, I had her do an extensive birth chart on you that we're going to reveal on the air. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Oh, you're definitely not ready for this, but I'm so ready for this. Okay. And then we're going to have Asa Kiron, um pretty soon. And uh, I forgot who else we have coming up. One of your buddies, I think. Yeah, um, I, we're, we're going to get my buddy Jimmy, who was um, who was in Columbus and yes. actually got to witness from an outside perspective uh, the entire arrest. He, he, I mean, he was literally sitting on the side of the building watching the entire thing go down. So we're going to get his uh, his account of the events, and um, I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, next week's update will be pretty good after the court. Okay, so we we've asked asked you, Greg, how you and I met, and uh, and I admitted that you made me laugh, and that's why I gave you my number. But what on earth would make somebody want to go into comedy? Like, why why do you choose to do this to yourself? Well, I uh, and to I the have, rest of us, I have no skills or abilities. I can't really like build or fix anything. Terrible sense of direction. Uh, plus I'm like five eight, so growing up, I always got my ass kicked, and the only way I could get out of it was by making people laugh. I was terrible at negotiating, so it's more of a defense mechanism, <laughs> oh, okay. a survival skill. A survival skill? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't really say it's a skill, but I am still alive. True. Yeah. That's not as funny as I wanted it to be. It's yeah. actually kind of sad. Sorry. Because... <laughs> then I'm a terrible person because I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's comedy. I don't know. It's what I can do. A comedy makes me laugh. Like, there's not a lot I can do, but I can go into a room full of strangers and make at least like three out of 30 people laugh. Which, if one person laughs, which is which is great, and it's me, it's all worth it, right? So, is there any place that people can check out your schedule? Are you going on tour? You wrote a book, right? I did write a book, and I'm yeah. very confused about this because what's okay. the name of the book? It's called uh, "This Comic Kills: Confessions of a Hack Comedian." Right, but your name is Greg, but you use the name Calvin. Yeah, I'm so confused. Please explain this so, to me. Well, yeah, it's not a. It's about a serial killer. It's about a touring stand-up comedian that moonlights as a serial killer. Therefore, it's fiction. Allegedly, I've Allegedly. been in an Uber with you in New Orleans, where you like. <laughs> that was one of the greatest Uber rides I've ever had in my life, and that's even after the Uber rides that we were having yesterday. Yeah, your errand running. I'm just but. glad that this particular one was not on my card. Yeah, I had that driver worried. He was super worried. Yeah. Did your Uber rating go down after that? I'm sure it's it. Um, I, I, I've been using Lyft. We had to switch to Lyft because of that. So thanks. Well, Probably. <laughs> the guy's name is Calvin, and I'll tell you why. So, like, the comedian in the fictional book, This Comic Kills, Confessions of a Hack Comedian, available on Amazon, uh, the comedian's name is Calvin Buckner, and it's because I'm from outside of Boston. So uh, the two guys that were responsible for losing the 1986 World Series of the Mets were Calvin Chiraldi and Bill Buckner. So I put those together and made Calvin Buckner. And it's like a 10%er. Like if you read it and you're from Boston, you probably put that together. Very cool. It's like yeah. a, it's like an Easter egg in a Disney movie, but way more fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's like no one's going to get that. Why did I do that? But so, yeah, that's why my Instagram is is that name. Got it. Because I was really confused. I didn't know if you had like a twin or a split person. I remember that was your stage name. I'm, 
I didn't understand. I've always wanted to ask you that, so I'm glad I finally got that out there. So, everybody, you can go and get his book on Amazon. I'm sure it's at least as funny as he is in person. It's got grammatical errors I can live with. Oh, no. All right, nobody buy that. That's a deal breaker for me. No, I'm kidding. And uh, where can everybody find you? Do you have a schedule or... Any upcoming shows? Just go on my uh, my Facebook, uh, Greg Studley, or my Instagram at Hack Comic Calvin. Perfect. So now everybody can stalk you. Hundred percent, please. Great. I like the attention. Are, are you on MySpace? Oh Am yeah. Am I in your top eight? Oh, hundred percent. Me and Tom go way back. That's amazing. Yeah, we're still keeping it going. That's awesome. Yeah, kicking it old school. All right, now let's go get ready for the show, right? Let's do it. Yeah, I, I think doors are pretty soon. Jokes. Yeah. Peace out. Hollow. See you. Thanks for listening to Taking the World by Stormy. For information, tour dates, and merch, visit stormydaniels.com. To have Stormy send a personal video message to someone you love or hate, go to cameo.com forward slash stormydaniels. You can find exclusive uncensored pics and clips from the podcast on Stormy's OnlyFans page. And for those brave enough... Follow Stormy at twitter.com forward slash Stormy Daniels. Thanks for listening to Taking the World by Stormy.